Scott here from Social Energy Presents, and welcome to this podcast short from our signature show, Your Backstage Pass, featuring a special vignette from another great episode. I, I think I've told you on the air, that, or off the air, that you were a huge influence to me, and a lot of my friends, we were, uh, as John said before we went on, uh, John, our producer people, we were talking about, and uh, there was not much Canadian music that rose above the fray like yours did, in my eyes. Oh, and um, right from like Painted Ladies, of course, was amazing. Now, I, do you mind if I ask you a few questions about your writing process? I don't know. Because it was Painted Ladies, was that sort of a, uh, uh, were you sort of channeling yourself through like an, uh, through a Neil Diamond or Neil, probably Neil Young or the, um, or America for that song? Because it's certainly in that vein. It is. And I think I was pretty impressionable uh, in my youth. Uh, although that folky three-way Crosby, Stills, and Nash uh, vocal thing, which of course America lifted from Crosby, Stills, and Nash, it's the Correct. same, you know, very similar voicings. Um, I was doing that in my folky years, you know, since the mid-60s. So that sort of stuff, um, you know, I had a folk duo, then a folk trio um, early on. And so choruses that sounded three way. Yeah. I think in terms of the character in my voice, um, I was, I was such a huge uh, Neil Young fan that it, it sort of sunk in a little and it took me an album or two to sort of find my own voice. Um, but it, it was definitely an influence for sure. I would think. Well, you're always such a chameleon. I mean, the difference in your voice between let's say painted ladies uh, right before your eyes, liar, li liars. I mean, like, like the, your, the sound of your voice and liars is like a whole different sound. You know, it's like, it, you, I mean, I've, when I've shown people some of your catalog, went, that's the same guy. I didn't know that was the same guy. You know, yeah. they didn't realize the breadth of your, of your uh, actual musical catalog. Certain songs, they just required certain, I can only sing them with certain character, you know, it, it's uh, <clears throat> that song was just a right good scream, you know. Uh, but once again, but don't you bother to say it, those were block vocals like, you know, Crosby, Stills and Nash or, uh, you know, a, a lot of the stuff again from the folk days. So when you transport that, I mean, that was what was interesting about um, what the Beatles did. I mean, it was an interesting amalgamation of stuff, you know, the skiffle bands and then, um, you know, what, what was interesting about how they, all the Brits, for God's sakes, if they sang their songs in their own accents, it would have been, can you imagine Annie Lennox with, she's a Scot, sweet dreams are made of these, <laughs> traveled the world in the 70s, always looking for someone, you know, it just, it, we would have listened to it and gone, oh, for God's sakes. I mean, the Proclaimers got away with it with 500 miles, because it was just kind of quaint and youthful and the energy of it was great. Um, but Mick, John, Paul, all those Brits were doing their best to sing with sort of the R&B black influenced American accents. And um, right. so I don't think, I don't think there's anything disingenuous about it. No, of course not. Everybody I, borrows from everybody well, and yeah. pays and pays, you know, and pays tribute to, as they say. Well, and that was the uh, my God, I think the Stones did more than anybody 
to elevate a lot of the old blues guys up uh, on the concert circuit in uh, in Europe. Absolutely. Uh, so well, yeah, you, you hear interviews all the time that if it wasn't for the Stones, a lot of these blues guys would you know they just didn't have. They, they they didn't have the notoriety that they deserved. And they were like they were rock stars to the to the rock stars in England. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I, and, I guess what you were bringing up, though, I think maybe you could say was a marketable problem with me, and that I sang in a voice that I thought suited the song, and that changed a fair amount uh, from song to song, and it maybe was confusing to some people. I don't know. Hey, thanks for joining us. Check out our other vignettes and full episodes from a wide variety of guests for more great content. Please like, share, and subscribe, and become a member at socialenergypresents.com to access premium content and earn valuable energy points just for watching.